everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I started out filming beauty and motivational videos on YouTube in a teeny tiny little bedroom when I was just 19 years old. That was way before it was the cool thing to be on YouTube or on social media in general. Um, But it's always been my mission, even from the start, to just create content that can really help women live happier, healthier, and more glamorous lives. And when I say glamorous, I don't necessarily mean private jets and fancy things, although I'm not at all opposed to that. Um, It's always been my belief that glamour is more or less a mood and it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to break the bank. Sometimes taking a little moment to slow down and notice and enjoy life's simple pleasures can be very glamorous. So um, I'm all about making the most of whatever it is that your circumstances are, you know, playing the cards you were dealt as if they were the cards that you chose. It's a really major key to success. Um, But before we get into the show, I wanted to thank everyone that has taken the time to not only listen to this podcast, but also share the show with their friends and even leave a rating and a review. Um, It really helps the show grow and gain more visibility, which of course is something that Um, would mean a lot to me. If you haven't left a rating and review yet, I would really appreciate it if you took the time to do that. Um, When you leave a rating and a review of this podcast, be sure to screenshot it and email it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. Again, that's hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. In return, I'll be sending you a few goodies such as a free PDF file that includes many of my hair care tips and secrets to growing the longest, healthiest hair of your life, tips that I haven't necessarily shared anywhere else. Um, I do also mention products that I love to use. Nothing in it is sponsored. It's all stuff that I actually love and use on a regular basis. Most of it is stuff that I've been using for years. Um, So if you'd like to receive that, email me a screenshot of your review of this podcast to hellogorgeous at jessicaharla.com. For 2018, I really wanted to shake things up a little bit, spice things up. Um, As some of you know, I am also working on a really super secret, exclusive VIP sort of mailing list, like as in a physical mailing list. Um, that I will be randomly going through throughout the year and sending surprise packages with beauty products and such, um, things I think you might really like. Um, If you are interested in being on that list and potentially receiving something from me, totally for free, simply email hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com with your mailing address. There are a number of perks to being on my mailing list that aren't available to anyone else, but that's just one of the perks that I'm sharing with you at this moment in time. Um, A number of you have already given me your info. If you didn't yet, there's still time. You can submit yourself. And also, when you sign up for the mailing list, you'll also receive an email with a free printout to help you stay focused on your goals for 2018 and beyond. It's the start of the new year. Um, It's a great time to start fresh. Um, But it's based off of a system that a very successful poker player swears by. It's super simple, but sometimes the most helpful things, the things that can make the biggest impact can often be the most simple. Um, But as I always say, there's a huge power in writing things down. Um, I am going to talk a little bit more about that in this episode, but it's never too early to start planning your future. Um, It's a printout that I'm using and um, I think you guys will really like it. It's also really cute and it'll be a perfect reminder for you to stay on track with whatever it is that your goals are. 
And lastly, before I get into the episode, if you are a content creator, specifically beauty, hair, etc., and you're looking for some exposure, please send me an email with some of your best work, links to videos and such. I'm working on something really fun and exciting for February on my YouTube channel where I'll be featuring you guys. So if you're a beauty content creator, I feel like this is something that nobody has ever done before. I think you'll really like it. You'll really find some value in it. Um, and I'm just very, very excited about it. So you can email me all of that info, hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. That's basically my email that's set up for you guys specifically. Um, and yeah, I think you guys are going to really enjoy what I've got up my sleeves for 2018. I really cannot wait to share more later on, but I've talked enough. Let's get into this week's episode. Okay, so it's the start of 2018. It's a new year. A new year represents a fresh start for most people. I'm so far really liking the energy of 2018. It's probably the first New Year's that I went into really happy and optimistic, maybe in a very long time, if ever. I don't know. Ever since I was really little, New Year's Eve seemed like such a sad holiday to me. I'm not entirely sure why. I think I would focus more on things ending rather than new things beginning. Um, and I mean, as I've gotten older, perspective is really, it makes a world of a difference in how you view the world, how you experience the world, how you live your life. Um, but anyway, a lot of you may have New Year's resolutions or just goals and things that you've been wanting to achieve for a while or however long, whether they're new goals, old goals, whatever, I'm not judging. Um, I don't really do resolutions myself. I just kind of make it a point to mainly look back on my past years and just kind of figure out what lessons I've learned that I can bring with me into the new year. I mean, the new year, regardless of whether you do resolutions or not, it's just a moment in time that really prompts you to kind of take a little bit of a look back um, and kind of assess where where you are right now, where you want to be, how you got here, and all of that, and just kind of make sense of it to figure out how you can move forward in the way that best serves you. So in this episode, I'm going to give you guys a few questions that you can take the time to consider and think about um, because the questions that we ask, this is something that I've learned from Tony Robbins and so many people have sworn by this um, and it makes total sense. A lot of the times people, you know, will tell you to think positive. I mean, that's, that's something that we hear all the time. It's a really difficult thing. I'm not a huge proponent of positive thinking as far as, you know, wishful thinking. I kind of view positive thinking as just getting yourself in the right state so that you make better choices, that you make um, choices from a much more powerful, confident, uh, stronger place, um, which I feel like in the long run can only can only benefit you um, and help you out. But a problem that comes along with positive thinking is it's really, really hard to shut off negative thinking. It's a really challenging thing for a lot of people, especially because a lot of the negative thoughts that we have are negative thoughts that we've had for way longer than we're probably even aware of. Um, but Tony Robbins has a really great technique for helping you kind of, it's not about positive thinking or negative thinking per se, it's more so how to manage your thoughts. And a lot of people think that they have a lot less control over their thoughts than they actually do. But a really simple technique that I learned from Tony Robbins is asking yourself the right kinds of questions, asking yourself powerful questions. I think a lot of the times we kind of do naturally sort of ask ourselves questions and they're usually not 
the most empowering questions. They're usually the questions like, why does this always happen to me? Or um, why can't I ever do anything right? Why does nothing ever work out? Um, And that's a very weakening thing. And it's very easy for your mind to just kind of run with it. I mean, survival wise, that's kind of how our brains are are wired. They're wired to look for what's wrong um, and what to watch out for, because that's that's just biology in a sense. That's like from all the way in the caveman era. I mean, but now we're not worried about a lion or a tiger coming to eat us. It's it's typically, you know, the lions and tigers are being replaced with um, all kinds of other fears that we have, like of where it's like we're not good enough. We're not going to be enough, do enough, make enough. Um, so a really simple technique for helping to guide your thoughts in a more positive direction or whatever direction it is that you want to direct your thoughts, it's using questions as directions. So whatever it is that you want your mind to sort of find the answer to, try to ask yourself questions that would lead you to find that answer to kind of plant the seed in your subconscious, so to speak. Um, so If there's something that you want to find the answer to, something that you want to figure out, um, just ask yourself the question of what it is that you want to find because that's going to plant a seed in your subconscious which will make your mind notice things that, um, that you're asking it to. Typically when you're asking yourself, you know, why is everything not working for me? What's wrong? Why can't anything go right? Um, and you have like all these limiting beliefs, your brain is kind of looking for more evidence to prove those things to you. Whereas if you were to ask yourself, well, what's good in this situation? What is, um, what's something that I can use from this situation that can, you know, make a positive impact in my life? What can I learn here? Um, how can I be of more, how can I be more productive? How can I be more efficient? How can I be more, how can I be more effective? then your mind is going to subconsciously be looking for proof and evidence to present you with great ideas. So, but the reason why I'm making this um, episode though is uh, it's not enough to just think about these things. I mean, that's just, that's just like one small piece of the puzzle. I find that if you really want to kick things into gear, one of the best things you can do is write. Um, If I have any resolution this year, it's to write much more than I did maybe ever in my life. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing over the past couple of months or so. Um, And writing has always been something that I've very much enjoyed ever since I was really young. I'm not saying I'm the most prolific writer by any means, but um, I, it's just something that I've always really enjoyed and I found it to be very therapeutic. And I've really gotten into writing again um, over the past six months or so. And it's just been an incredible tool for not just organizing my thoughts, but also more importantly, making sense of my thoughts. And I've noticed with myself, um, when I've sat down and just thought about things, it's never been anywhere near as helpful as when I've sat down, thought about things and wrote things out, Um, whether it be physically with like a pen and paper or digitally on a computer or the notes on my phone. I've just found writing to be the literal definition of amazing. Like there have been times where I've looked down and been amazed at what's, at what's come out on the page that just wasn't coming out when I was simply just sitting in thought, um, like things that I was thinking, but wasn't aware of. Um, I think when we're just simply thinking about things, we can get really caught into a circle just because when you're thinking about things, 
you're kind of going over and over again with the same things because you don't want to forget certain points. But when you're writing things down, it kind of takes the stress off of feeling like you might forget something. So you don't need to go around. You're not going around the fishbowl. You know what I mean? Like over and over. So once it's on paper, it's like, what else is there? And it's just a way that I found to really dig deeper um, in ways that I feel like just simply thinking doesn't, it's, it's not enough. I kind of like to write the way that I talk. Um, I find that to be like, when you're, when I'm talking about these writing exercises, I'm not talking about like you're sitting here and, you know, planning to write the great American novel. Like this isn't about that. This is just about really talking in your own voice, writing in, in your own words, unfiltered, uncensored, like, you know, completely, you know, raw and honest, because that's the only way that you can even really make this be effective at all. So it's something that I really recommend trying. It really helps to clear the clutter in your head a bit. And speaking of decluttering and journaling and writing and all that, there are a handful of successful people that recommend doing what are called morning papers, um, where every morning when they wake up, before they've actually really dived into whatever their day is going to be like, they will sit down and write kind of a stream of consciousness on two sheets of paper, just whatever comes to mind, kind of like mental vomit, if you will. So someone once told me that we think about the exact same things over and over again. Something along the lines of about like 90 or so percent of our daily thoughts are the same and remain the same for years at a time. And when I heard that, it was kind of terrifying because I thought about it and I was like, that's, I think that's pretty true. You know, we're constantly thinking, what's the purpose of constantly thinking for thinking the same <laughs> exact thoughts for years and years and years? I mean, it almost makes you feel like you're kind of more stuck than you realize. Um, do you really need to have the exact same thoughts every single day for years? I really don't think so. Um, And those thoughts, you know, we have them all the time and they tend to be the stuff that really weighs us down. That's what's really also terrifying. They're not, you know, the uplifting, fun thoughts. There's sometimes the thoughts that, you know, are related to limiting beliefs we might have. They're the, you know, the stresses of our days, the stuff that we're worried about, um, the stuff that we make a bigger deal often than they actually are. And, you know, our thoughts shape our lives, especially the ones that we have constantly, So what if we could kind of address those thoughts and get them out of the way so we can move on to whatever we have to focus on for the rest of the day? And that's what writing out whatever you're thinking, whatever is on your mind from the start of the day, getting it out can be really, really cathartic and make you feel just much lighter and ready to face the day with a little bit more clarity, freedom, and again, that that lightness, um, which helps make you feel like you can propel forward. Um... Meditators call that busyness in our mind, they kind of call it the monkey mind. It's always trying to get our attention. And if you give it a little bit of time and write out those morning papers, like my theory is when you're, when you're doing that, you give it the attention for, you know, a set amount of time, you get it out of the way, you fill up those pages, you put whatever it is that's going on in your head down on a paper. It can be really, really helpful to help kind of manage it a little bit more, um, I really recommend trying it. This isn't something that I do every single day. I'm not going to tell you guys like, oh my God, every single day I wake up and I do my morning papers. I mean, get real. Um, there's not, there's, there aren't very many things that I do on an every single day basis. There probably should be things that I should do on an everyday basis. Um, and I think this is something that's great, 
but I'm not going to lie to you guys and be like, I do this every single day. It's not something I do every single day. Many people say they do. Um, but you know, if you really find that it works for you and if you're going through stuff, um, if you're going through a rough patch, if you're going through a really stressful period, I think it's really worth it to take the time to do that on a daily basis for however long you need to. Um, cause this is something that I definitely will do whenever I feel like I'm particularly overwhelmed. Um, if I feel like I've kind of got a lot going on in my head, um, and as a creative person, and especially a creative person where you're constantly creating content and all these things online and, you know, you're trying to keep up with so many things, you wear so many hats. Um, and I think in this day and age, uh, especially like women, this day and age, um, we wear so many hats. We're so many things to so many different people. We don't want to disappoint anybody. We don't want to disappoint ourselves either. Um, and it can get really, really overwhelming. So this is something that I think is really, really great practice. Um, but that's as far as like morning papers. But back to what I said about journaling and asking yourself um, particular questions, kind of some prompts. Because when I'm talking about journaling, I'm not really talking in terms of like, dear diary, here's what happened today, my thoughts, my feelings about it. Although that can be really great and that's an excellent habit to have um, because it can be really helpful in ways that you might not expect when you get to, when you know that you can get to look back on a particular day or a situation and have an honest account of how you felt, what you saw, what you experienced when it was still really fresh in your mind. Um, my mother actually always told me that it's really important to take notes, um, especially in relationships because you never know, like side note, you never know when someone's acting strange on October 2nd and how much sense it can all make like come December, January, even like two years later. You never know. So it's really important to have references. Um, I've always made notes of things like that. I know it's kind of crazy, but girl, it served me. So I don't care if, to be a little crazy if it works. Um, in any, in any case, um, I feel like having some kind of an account of uh, events and things can really give a lot of confidence in making decisions. Because I know that whenever I'm able to look back on something and kind of get the confirmation of this is what it actually looked like or this is what actually happened, nobody can argue with this because I wrote this very honestly when it was still very fresh in my memory, it makes me feel a lot more confident about making any decisions. So that's a totally different topic. We can get into that um, on one of the next episodes. If you guys are interested, please let me know on my latest Instagram post, whatever Instagram post is up when you... Um, are listening to this episode. Um, but again, back to journaling daily. I think it's really great to have some writing prompts. And I'm going to give you a few that you can use and apply to different situations in your life. Um, I'll even list them for you in the show notes for you to check when you finish listening in case you want to reference back really quickly. Um, so for the new year, I think it was like December 30th, um, I basically sat down, lit some candles, had some hot chocolate with almond milk, uh, a nice chill Spotify playlist in the background, and I had a pen and paper for like a good hour, okay? Um, and these are some of the questions that I asked myself and I wrote out the answers to help me make a smoother transition into the new year. Again, if you're listening to this podcast when it's like past the new year, listen, you can do a fresh start. You can do a new whatever, whenever you want. I mean, you don't have to wait for a new ca- calendar year. It's just it's just kind of what people do. Um, it's just kind of the theme of the season. So anyway, first and foremost, one of the questions that I asked myself was, how am I different 
right now than I was around this time a year ago. And a lot of the time we get caught up in so much, time flies by so quickly, and we can easily forget how much progress we've actually made. I mean, sometimes time passes by so quickly that you might feel like, oh, nothing changed, nothing. And when you really stop to think, that's when you realize, oh no, actually quite a lot more than I thought has changed. So again, how am I different right now than I was around this time a year ago? And what I discovered is that on December 31st of this year, I was an almost entirely different person in many respects than the person that I was a year ago. Like, I have the same heart, my same general personality, of course, but there's certain things that have definitely changed perspectives and all of that lessons that I've learned. A year ago, I was, for lack of a better word, not really in the best of places. Um, I wasn't in a good place. I was really depressed and really down. Like, I felt really terrible um, mentally and emotionally. Um, And I won't go into too much detail about that right now, especially because I'm not really ready to share that kind of stuff yet. But just know, like, I was going through a really rough time. And that was actually what had prompted me um, for 2017 to kind of take talking about uh, self-help, motivation, um, mental health a lot more and made it more of a priority to start um, trying to help other people so that they don't have to experience what I was going through. So it came out to be a really great thing. It just made me realize this year how far I've come for, from you know that, that space in my life. So again, the question, how am I different right now than I was a year ago? You know, what's changed? What have, what have I realized? What no longer affects me? What, what just affects me less? What do I not really care about anymore? Um, what matters to me now versus then? Um, what's really important to me at this point um, versus what was important to me at that time? And also, I mean, it's good to also know what's still important to you because I feel like that can also be an indication of maybe what you, maybe it's an indication of what really matters to you. Um, maybe that's just a really big part of who you are. And if it's something that you really don't like, you can always work on changing it. But maybe it's something that, you know, it's not that bad or there's an upside to it. So there's that question. The next question that I asked was, what was what was a big challenge for me in the past year? And how did it make me grow? What was great about that experience? What What are the positives of it? And this is one of my favorites because I love a good silver lining. Um, A lot of the times we go through challenges and it's all really a learning experience. It's a chance to learn, become stronger, to grow. I think what really bogs a lot of people down is they go through challenges and they feel like the world is kind of just swallowing them up just to like swallow them up. But I really don't think that that's necessarily the case. I feel like if you view things as um, more of again, a learning experience, a chance to learn more so that you can grow and become stronger. You just are, you just have a different attitude about whatever's going on and whatever is occurring in your life. When you view things as happening sort of for you versus to you, it really makes a huge, huge difference because everybody's attitude is kind of what makes, kind of what really makes their life end up however it ends up. So what challenged you but made you grow? What challenged you? What seemed like a bad thing, but you found like the, you found the diamond in the rough. You found the gem in the situation. Like what was that there 
to teach you. Okay, so it's all about perspective and attitude. Um, sometimes a little attitude adjustment can really do us a world of good. Is the next question is something that I feel like is really great for helping you simplify things when things seem to be a little bit too much or you're kind of having trouble making a decision. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't know which direction to go in. Um, if you're not sure about exactly what it is that you want to do and what direction you want to head into, ask yourself this. How do I want to feel in 2018? Of course, you can tweak that to be any kind of amount of time. How do you want to feel for the rest of your life? How do you want to feel this week, this month, um, over the next six months? You know, whatever it is to you. Um, how do I want to feel in 2018? Um, there are many different ways to a feeling. Um, So here's what I wrote, just to give you guys a little bit of an example. I wrote that I wanted to feel free, connected, sexy, creative, full of love, purposeful. Um, There are no right or wrong answers here, but when you think in terms of how you want to feel, it really helps to make the things that you choose to do, the things that you choose to participate in, the people you decide to spend time with the things you want to explore or learn about and try, it just makes things a lot more clear. Um, It helps you really filter out what doesn't quite add up to what you want to feel like. Um, But it also leaves the room enough to to kind of be more open about how to get to those feelings. Because I think a lot of the times we get so caught up in like, I want this and I want it to happen exactly this way. And that kind of just, that's really constricting. Um, whereas when you're a little bit more open, you're going a little bit more with the flow. You're not working against anything because sometimes here's the thing. You can set an intention and when you have it so clearly mapped out of like, this is exactly like, these are all the points that are going to be hit so that I can get to that point. These are all the stops that I'm going to make. Everything's going to go exactly this way. What that does is it kind of adds friction to everything else that could be working to try to get you to to the destination that you want to go to. So go a little bit more with the flow, be a little bit more open. And I think the easiest way to do that is to just focus on how do I want to feel? Because that really makes it a lot more easy to think about um, what you should be doing, what you should be focusing on and all of that. It really helps to give you, um, create a little bit of a filter um, while still leaving, leaving the room for the magic to happen. It's kind of like a shortcut to more clarity, which is one of the most important things in living a meaningful life. Um, Clarity is really what helps you determine your direction and direction is everything. Um, I feel like for the longest time, my direction was very, very vague. I feel like you need to be, you need to be very clear on the direction that you want to go in, where you want to end up. I think you need to be very clear about where you want to end up instead of worrying about how you're going to get there. I'm not taking any credit for this. How do you want to feel? Um, This is something that I picked up from Danielle Laporte. Um, Her her whole brand is feelings-based. How do you want to feel? Could really change your perspective. Um, So I recommend checking her out if this is something that really appeals to you, the idea of how do you want to feel? Um, And you can even go as far as asking yourself, okay, I want to feel like this. What would that look like? Okay, because you also have to think about in terms of not just what you're doing, but also kind of like your internal space. Like think in terms of if I would want to feel like this, well, then how would I carry myself? How would I react to certain things? How would I 
What would I be thinking about? What would I be focusing on? What would my posture be like? Um, how would I get dressed? How would I do my makeup? How would I, you know, what would I talk about when I see people? What would I notice about others? Um, what would I want other people to notice about me? So it's a really fun and creative process. Whatever it is that you're trying to create in life, you have to find ways of how can this be a little bit more fun? How can this be a little bit more enjoyable? Um, uh, the next, which leads me to the next question, which is from Tim Ferriss. I learned this one from Tim Ferriss. Um, he says, when there's anything that seems really overwhelming and really challenging, ask yourself, what would this look like if it were easy? And I'm going to link a video to where he explains that. It's not a long video. I think it's about a few minutes long. Um, but he explains it so much better than I can. Because again, this is like his thing. Um, but I found that to be really tremendously helpful as well. I think it's something that I think you guys will find really helpful. So I'll be linking that in the show notes for you guys to check out. Um, it's Again, the video is really short, re- really quick, really to the point. But as I was saying, writing is a really powerful tool. It's said that people even have a higher chance of recalling what they've written down, which is why I always make sure to write everything down um, because otherwise I'll forget. Um, Write down your to-do list for the day. Write down what your priorities are. Write down your goals. It just makes them so much more likely to get done. In my last episode, I talked about um, this really successful poker player, how he has a really great technique for Um, not only, it's not only important to him to write down what his main, you know, big picture goals are, or even like shorter term goals, but like, it's not even a big deal for him to just write them down. But he also finds it really important to make sure that there's somewhere that he can see constantly so that his subconscious brain will always just have that in there, kind of keep that seed, you know, watered, (laughs) if you will. Like it's not enough to just plant the seed, but also keep it watered. Um, just so it's, it's, it's just much more likely for things to get done and come to fruition. So he swears by that. I highly recommend checking out that episode. Um, again, I have a PDF on that. If you sign up for my mailing list, you'll get that. Um, but yeah, I see writing as a fantastic mental and emotional exercise that can really help you navigate the more challenging moments in your life and make things much more manageable. Um, it also makes things look a little bit more black and white and even objective. Like there have been times where I've written things down and I'll look at it and I'll just be like, oh, I see the problem. Or, oh, this is this is some bullshit that I'm hanging on to. Or, oh, this is an excuse. Or I'll just, I'll just come up with a better solution. I feel like I have a much better grasp and a handle on my thoughts when they're out in front of me on paper. Maybe it's because I'm a visual learner, I think. But all really great things. I highly recommend that you guys try this out and open yourself up to using writing as a tool in 2018. It's done wonders for my mental health and I think that it can help you all as well. So that's all for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and that it gave you some things to think about and hopefully use in your own lives. Hopefully things that'll make a difference for you. Um, Thank you all so much again for listening, sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It really means the world to me. Um, If there's anything that I mentioned during this episode, an email or a link, it will be listed for you in the show notes. The best way to keep up with me and the content that I put out these days is on Instagram. My username is at Jessica Harlow. I'm very active on there and I spend a lot of time and energy engaging with my audience. Honestly, Instagram DMs is one of the best ways to get in contact with me as it just feels like we're just texting. 
Um, it's really efficient. I read almost every single message and comment and go back often to check if there's anything that I might have missed, something that I haven't responded to. It's my absolute favorite part of what I do. Um, thank you all so much again for your support, and I look forward to chatting with you again next Thursday.